Hello, and welcome to the Happy Hangout Podcast with Christy Darty. So each week I do devos and doodles, which is a devotion, and then I do doodles on Facebook. However, this is a podcast, so we will just discuss the devotion here. And if you want to get creative and uh, do some lettering, then you can go find the replay on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Hey, could you take a moment to go leave a review for the podcast? That would be amazing so other people can know they definitely want to listen to. Let's get started. So I want to talk to y'all about um, the scripture today. And we this is our last Beatitude. So we're going to move on to something else after this. But I'm excited. I really enjoyed going through it today. I'll show you all the Beatitudes that we've lettered. And then we'll letter this last one together. So I'm going to start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning with our arms wide open to receive your word. Allow us to open our ears and our hearts and listen to what you are telling us this morning. Help us be still and focus and listen. And thank you, Lord, for this platform and all our friends from all around the world that can connect in your name. Thank you for this beautiful day, beautiful weather. Keep everyone safe. I pray for those in Kentucky who have gone through the devastation of losing homes or businesses or family, Lord. Um, we ask that they find comfort. And I pray for those who are willing to help. We are just so, so thankful, even our trials, that you are our Father, our God, and that we know that you are the all-knowing, the all-caring, always there for us, Lord. And even though we go through these devastations, that you are still present. In your name I pray, amen. So if any of y'all know someone personally, or if you actually went through um, the devastation of the tornado, and it might be a tornadoes, I don't know, I've just seen pictures um, in Kentucky. I'm so, so sorry. That is, um, it's just incredible. And this time of the year makes it a little bit, it seems like a little bit harder. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so today we're going to talk about the last beatitude. And if you're new, hello, welcome. So glad you're here. Um, be sure to tell your friends about us, everybody, because you never know who might need this word of encouragement today. Okay, here we go. This is from Pastor Grant Etheridge and several of the Beatitudes I've read his devotional. I found him online. Uh, I have read all different sermons and all different takes on this and I just really love his teaching. And one of our followers, one of our listeners here told me that's their pastor. So that's so cool, isn't it? Okay, so I am gonna get started and so Welcome, welcome to those of you who are on the podcast, Facebook, um, Instagram, or um, YouTube. I'm so glad that you're here, and I want to talk about the last beatitude. We'll have to talk about what we're going to do after this as well um, in the future Devos and Doodles. We're here every Monday at noon. If you cannot watch, you can always watch the replay or listen to the podcast. But this is what Pastor Grant Etheridge has to say about persecution. He said, at one time, religion and the church had influence in our society, and now we live in a post-Christian culture. 
more and more people claim no religious affiliation. And y'all probably know people like that. Like I'm a Christian, but I don't claim to be, you know, affiliated with anything. And things like the Ten Commandments or nativity scenes are banned from public places. Do we ever think that? I mean, I grew up and it was so natural to drive by and see, you know, those kind of things. Um, nativity scenes or whatever. And this pandemic, we've seen church attendance be restricted by states, right? But liquor stores, strip clubs, and casinos have been considered essential. Have y'all thought about that? It's crazy. Yet the persecution in America does not compare to the persecution our brothers and sisters around the world endure. They face imprisonment, imprisonment, violence, kidnapping and death just for meeting and worshiping it's illegal right it can be illegal to study god's word to have a bible you know so the reason for persecution as jesus finishes the beatitude portion of his famous sermon on the mount he says blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Um, that's from Matthew 5, 10, uh, 10 through 11. Jesus is talking about suffering for doing what's right. Suffering for doing right is called persecution. Suffering for doing wrong is called punishment. Notice all the repetitive of the word you. It's personal. Second Timothy says that all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So are you exempt from it? No, we will all suffer persecution if you claim to be a Christian. It's normal. It's expected. If you ever receive any persecution for being a Christian, it may be because you're not a Christian. To avoid persecution, all you have to do is live like the world, forsake your faith and deny Christ. Wow to avoid persecution. That's, that's heavy. Um, should we be thankful for persecution? Think about that. Think about that. Should we be thankful for being persecuted? The response to persecution. Oh, he says from Matthew 5, 12, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. This is how Jesus says we should respond when we are persecuted. Be glad. The prophets were persecuted. Jesus was persecuted. The apostles were persecuted. The early church was persecuted. And we will be persecuted too. What's our response? Jesus, for the joy set before him, endured the cross. They spit in his face, pulled out his beard. They punched him. They beat him. They nailed him to the cross. He could have called legions of angels to destroy the world and set him free. But he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. When the apostles were on trial, they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. That's from Acts 5.41. Paul and Silas were in jail singing in the midnight hour. This does not mean that we enjoy our persecution, but that we have joy in the midst of it. Paul said, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. I love that scripture. For my power is made perfect in weakness. I'm going to say that one again. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. 
That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and in insults and in hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And that came from 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. Okay, here's a story that I've told some of you before. Um, my first lettering book I published on Amazon. And um, I prepared myself. I'm going to have negative reviews because people are, you know, everybody has different opinions about things. And so I kept getting all these great reviews and I was just like, Oh, that's so sweet. And a lot of them were you. Um, and so one day I was, I was actually at a craft retreat and I was laying in the bed and I checked my phone and it said a negative review, one out of five stars or two out of five stars. And my heart dropped, but I prepared myself. This is just what it's like. This is just how it's going to be. So I'm going to read to you exactly what the review says. It says it's two out of five stars, which that was nice. They could have given me one, right? This book is great until the last section where the person, the person that said the person, <laughs> I'm a person, <laughs> has created letters to copy, but they are religious phrases. I wish this would have been stated anywhere in the description as I would have avoided it and looked for another book. It was supposed to be a gift and they are not religious. And now I can't give it to the person really irritated. Okay. And then I had another one. Okay, so I had another review that was negative. I think there's only two reviews. Very religious was the topic, two out of five stars. This looks like a nice book and all for my daughter, but I didn't realize all the fun tracings in the back of the book is religious God stuff. I must have missed that, repart that part of the reviews. And so, you know, I responded out of love. Um, I, I totally agree. I did not. I didn't state that. I don't know. I didn't think I needed to. <laughs> but then I realized, you know what? It does need to be stated. But that's, to me, a form of persecution, you know, and I am proud. I am proud that, you know, obviously I love the Lord. It's evident. I don't hide it. It's it's my business. It's who I am. And so I don't apologize in any way. But I did go back and change that. That's fair. Right. But I also don't believe that they got it by mistake, right? In the back of my book, it says, the very back, back page, I pray for each person that goes to this workbook. My prayer is that they will use their new hand lettering skills to bless others. Thank you, God, for your love, peace, and understanding. We glorify you and know we can do nothing without you. If anyone is reading this who hasn't accepted you as their Lord and Savior, I pray that we'll seek and find you. John 3.16, you're an awesome God. And so, oh, that gives me tears almost that that it's been in the hands of people who they they don't know the Lord is my guess, you know. And no matter what kind of struggles they've had in their life, I hope somehow my book touched them or planted a seed. That's all we need is a little mustard seed, right? Planting a seed. Okay, so there's my little story of persecution. <laughs> now let me get back to the study. Okay. Okay, the results of persecution. Jesus said, for so they persecuted the prophets before you, from Matthew 5, 12. Scripture tells us of so many heroes in the faith who were intensely persecuted. Most all the disciples died a martyr's death. When we suffer for our faith, it is identification with Jesus. The English word for martyr is from the Greek word that means witness. Saul of Taurus was there when Stephen was stoned and he saw his witness. Persecution results in the growth of the church. Persecution results in the growth of the church. The gospel can not only survive in this culture, but thrive. We are like missionaries living in a pagan land. 
persecution results in the growth of our faith. So we should, y'all, persecution results in the growth of our faith. It drives us closer to God and one another. Romans 5.3 tells us that our tribulations produce perseverance, character, and hope. James 1 tells us our trials produce patience and work in us so that we may be perfect and complete, lack nothing. It is not easy to follow Christ, but it will be worth it. Amen. And I think about like, um, you know, the Bible is the best-selling book of all time. Can you believe that the Bible has survived all these years? I mean, think of books that were bestseller five years ago. Can you even think of the names of them? You know what I mean? Like, that just always astounds me. Like, this book is still, still relevant, still current, still in our homes. It's just, I just think it's cool. Okay, the rewards of persecution. For great is your reward in heaven, Matthew 5, 12. Persecution is proof of who we are and where we are going. Our future is fixed. Our salvation is secure. Our home is heaven. The unbeliever is living for this world. That's all they have. The Christian is living for the world to come. From Revelations 22, 12, Behold, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Are you being persecuted for your faith? If you have never been persecuted for righteousness, why not? If you never run into the devil, you must be going the same direction he is. Woo! Do I need to read that again? If you, that's, oh, that's a little, whoa. It's a little touchy there. If you never run into the devil, you must be going the same direction he is. Wow. Second Timothy 2.12 says, if we endure, we will also reign for him, with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Grant, for that, uh, those words of wisdom. Woo! So, Don says, those with ears to hear will hear, and those with eyes to see will see. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. Reminds me of what we were studying in Matthew right now. Plant those seeds, girls. Y'all, a little mustard seed, it's all it takes. You plant the seed. You don't You don't save people. You give them the information. It's between them and the Lord, right? To um, For them to be saved. Our job is to plant that little seed. If you never run into the devil, you must be running the same direction. I know. Woo! That, that's a little touchy. Oh, thank you, Sandy, for saying that. Clarified things for you. All right. So, y'all, it's okay to be persecuted. It is, it is a good thing. What does it mean if we're persecuted, right? It means we're believers. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. We are to give thanks for all things. He is our strength and will guide us through all things. Amen. Amen. Ooh, y'all, that was a good one. As we wrap up the podcast, I want you to think about what we talked about in the devotion and how can you apply that to your life today? What are the things maybe that God was speaking to you about today? So I want to leave you with my favorite scripture, Matthew 5, 16. Let your light shine before others so they can see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Don't miss your opportunity to be the light in someone else's life today. Have a good one. See you next week.